You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And very pleasant. Good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at Nationals Park up in Washington, D.C., the Marlins and the Nationals wrapped up their three-game weekend series. Sandy Alcantara went toe-to-toe against the former Marlin Anibal Sanchez. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Well, it was a glorious day at Sandy's Beach today here in Washington. The Marlins ace right-hander Sandy Alcantara goes all the way. He scatters seven hits, and the Marlins beat the Nationals 3-1 on this sunny Sunday afternoon to salvage the final game of this three-game series. Sandy starting against Anibal Sanchez, the one-time Marlin, and we were scoreless into the top half of the second today. J.J. Blade let off the inning with a walk. He stole second base, and he was standing out there with two down, and Brian De La Cruz at the plate. 2-1 to De La Cruz is back up the middle. Going to get down for a base hit into center field. Bladé around third. He'll come home. Brian De La Cruz, a two-out RBI single. And Miami's on the scoreboard first. It's 1-0 in the top of the second. Well, Sandy was cruising early. He had faced the minimum through the first three innings. He was through three innings on 28 pitches, having thrown 21 strikes. But he had just the 1-0 lead into the bottom half of the fourth inning when he walked the leadoff man, Alex Call. Cesar Hernandez then dropped down a bunt base hit, putting runners at first and second with nobody out. Joey Manessis was the next man to the plate. Manessis hit into a fielder's choice, erasing Hernandez at second, but putting Nationals runners at first and third with one out for Luis Garcia. On 1-0, Garcia fly ball left field. De La Cruz toward the line, makes the catch. Runner at third base, call tags, coming home. The throw's way off line, trying now for second base. Manessis, and he is gunned down. Stallings to birdie to end the inning. But the run scores, and the Nationals have tied this game at one in the fourth. It would stay 1-1 until the sixth, leading off for Miami, Garrett Cooper. Cooper slugs one left center field. Going back on it, Hernandez turns, watches. Goodbye, Miami's on top. Garrett Cooper connects for his ninth of the season, and it's 2-1 in the sixth. Well, that sixth inning would be the end of the line for Anibal Sanchez. He'd retire the next three in a row, but Sanchez would exit after six, after 94 pitches, 57 strikes. On the wrong end for him of a 2-1 to one score. Sanchez today gave up two runs on four hits over six. Walked two, struck out three. Allowed the Cooper long ball 426 feet. And again, through 94 pitches, 57 strikes. So stake to the 2-1 to one lead. Sandy went out there for the bottom of the sixth inning. He got Victor Robles to ground a short. He struck out the leadoff man, Alex Call. And then induced a fly ball to center from Cesar Hernandez. It was a seven-pitch sixth inning, and at the end of six with a 2-1 to lead, Sandy had thrown 59 pitches, 42 strikes. In the seventh, Joey Manessis took a call third strike for the first out. Luis Garcia bounced back to Alcantara for the second out after Luke Voigt's single, the second of three hits he had in this game. Ildemaro Vargas came to the plate, tying man on, but Vargas bounced to second, and that was all for the Nationals in the seventh. A 12-pitch inning for Alcantara, and we went to the eighth, with Miami still leading just 2-1. to one. Mason Thompson with a scoreless seventh inning. Andres Machado pitched a shutout eighth inning, so the Marlins couldn't add to the lead. And in the bottom of the eighth, Sandy pitching with a one-run lead, got the first two outs. C.J. Abrams, a line drive to right, and Israel Pineda with a strikeout. But then Victor Robles singled. 
with Robles in motion, Alex Call singled to left field. That put runners at the corners with two outs in the eighth inning for the Nationals. When Call stole second base, the Nats had men at second and third, tying man 90 feet away. The go-ahead man at second, two down eighth inning. Sandy and the Marlins trying to protect a one-run lead facing the veteran Cesar Hernandez. The 2-1 is in the air. Center field coming on Blade Makes the catch to end the inning. Sandy is through the eighth. That was a 95-mile-per-hour changeup now contra. Hernandez hit it sharply, but right at J.J. Blade. And Sandy will carry a one-run lead into the ninth. He was through eight innings on 90 pitches, 68 strikes, and 22 balls. Top of the ninth, we were begging and begging for the Marlins to add on and maybe give Sandy just a little bit of breathing room, and they were able to do it against Jordan Weems in the ninth inning. Back-to-back hits by Luke Williams and Jacob Stallings got things started. Men at the corners with nobody out for Brian De La Cruz. 3-2 to De La Cruz. Ground ball to the shortstop. Abrams to second. They get one to first. They throw it away in from third base. Williams, and it's 3-1 Marlins. A huge add-on run. So when Sandy took the mound in the last of the ninth, he at least had a little margin for error, leading 3-1. to one. The ninth inning started well. He caught Joey Manessis looking at strike three for the first out. Then Luis Garcia, a fly ball left for the second out. With two down and nobody on, Luke Voigt singled his third hit of the day. So now, with two down, the Nationals had the tying man at the plate in the bottom of the ninth. Sandy trying to slam the door facing the third baseman, Ildemaro Vargas. The 2-2, two-out pitch. A ground ball up the middle. Right there, Wendell. He'll take it to the bag. It's a Cy Young statement by Sandy Alcantara. He goes all the way in Washington, and the Marlins have beaten the Nationals 3-1. A six-hitter for Sandy's fifth complete game of the year. And the Marlins salvage the series finale. What a job by Sandy today as the Marlins, after dropping the first two games here in Washington, leave town with the W. It's their 13th of the year against this Nationals ball club. They win it by the final score of 3-1. 13 wins for the Marlins against the Nationals. It marks the sixth time in Marlins history they have beaten a single opponent at least 13 times in the season, and they've got three more shots at the Nationals at Lone Depot Park next weekend. They went 15-4 against the Mets in 2004, they were 14-3 against the Nationals in 2008. They have beaten three other teams 13 times in a season. The Nationals, 13 wins in 18 games in 2010. The Phillies, 13 wins in 19 games in 2003. And the old Montreal Expos, 13 wins in 19 games against them back in that 03 season as well. So it's the sixth time in Marlins history they've beaten an opponent at least 13 times in the same year. And again, Three more shots at these Nationals in Miami next weekend. Marlins win it 3-1 to one for Miami. Three runs, six hits, no errors, seven left. For the Nationals, a run, seven hits and an error. They strand five. Sandy Alcantara, the winning pitcher, 13-8. Sandy goes all the way, nine innings, seven hits, one run. He walked one, struck out seven, hit a batter, 103 pitches, 77 strikes, 26 balls, he lowers his season ERA to 2.37 for Sandy, his major league leading fifth complete game. Again, no other team in baseball has more than three complete games this year. Sandy has five all by himself. The last Marlin to throw at least five complete games in a single season, Dontrell Willis. He had seven of them 
in 2005. Club record of nine set by Levon Hernandez back in 1998. It was all Sandy all afternoon here in Washington. The Marlins three and the Nationals one. The Marlins and Auto Nation are working together again this year to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time Marlins pitcher records a strikeout in 2022, $25 is donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pick Initiative to support cancer research. Today, Sandy did it all by himself. Seven strikeouts. That's $175 for the season now. 1,285 Ks by the Marlins staff. $32,125 from the Marlins to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative. A remarkable afternoon for the potential Cy Young award-winning right-hander for the Marlins, Sandy Alcantara. Let's hear what he had to say afterwards. Okay, Glenn, thank you. Sandy, a remarkable season for you continues to get better. Today in particular, at what point did you feel like you had your good stuff? Since the, the third pitch, I think uh, since I throw the third pitch, you know, I say, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm lucky in, you know, I just try to go outside, uh, any by any, you know, and try to finish. I know this is a team game, Sandy, but how personally proud are you of yourself for everything that you've been able to accomplish so far this season? I uh, mean, a lot, man, a lot. I think I've been doing a great job, you know. I mean, I have up and down, you know, but I think uh, I keep positive, you know, because I know what I am, you know, I, I know what I can do, you know, I'm nothing than say thank you, God, for everything. And what's the key for you to finish strong? Um, healthy. Healthy. If you're not healthy, you, you, you don't do nothing. You know, I think uh, when you're healthy, you can do everything. You're so fun to watch, Sandy. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it. All right, Glenn. All right, so that was Sandy Alcantara after the Marlins win yesterday afternoon. Let's wrap things up and hear from the skipper, Don Manningly. Donnie, I know we, we joke about it all the time. We're running out of things to say about Sandy Alcantara, but really just how special is it, what we're watching this season for him? No, a good day for him. And a tough matchup for those guys over there. They got a bunch of young guys and gives them a lot to deal with. Uh, and Sandy really was just pretty aggressive, throwing strikes, wanted to get after the zone. Made a, they put the ball in play. wasn't like he was, you know, punched out a ton of guys. Uh, it was really more than anything, just him pounding the zone and, and letting everybody work. His pitch count in particular, you know, so efficient. I think he was averaging right around 10 pitches per inning. Did you did you feel that, you know, the double play balls, getting guys to swing early, what kind of stood out about just how efficient he was? Yeah, I think all of that, right, mm-hmm. when when the guy is, is getting double plays but also in the zone, it's going to force you to swing the bat. Uh, and, and we did. We had a couple of nice double plays. Um, yeah, so I just what's in the pitch count as it goes. You know, I think after six, it was 60 or something like that. So you know you're kind of rolling in a point where it's like it's his game. He said he was locked in from the first pitch. I mean, he can tell on days like this that, I mean, he's locked in from pitch number one. Can you see that when he's in the dugout in between innings, even when he's out on the mound? Like, just kind of from, from that first pitch on, it was – it looked like it was going to be a good day for him. Yeah, Mel, Mel probably sees that. I don't really try to leave him alone in the dugout mm-hmm. unless I have to talk to him. Um, but like he said, no nonsense today. It was just get after the zone, put it in play, trust your stuff. Uh, pretty simple formula, really, just get after it. That ninth inning, being able to tack on a Luke Williams with some heads-up base running. Just what did you think of the way that that ninth inning no. able to make some? some We've been we were asking for that insurance run in there somewhere. You know, you felt good about Sandy, but still, you don't want to put him in that spot. Um, the actual uh, eighth was like probably the scariest inning when you know the two out hit and then another knock and and really it's hard to hard to throw with Robles at third. So one little single is a run, and then you know basically uh, either a loss or behind in the game. So uh, that, that eighth was a little scary. Uh, Miguel Rojas coming out of the game, I think it was in the fifth inning. Just yeah, he had some stomach stuff going on. 
he was a little crampy before the game, so it's like we thought he was going to be able to get through it, but couldn't do it. Five complete games for Sandy this season. Just how impressive in this day and age is it for a guy to be able to do what he's done on that? Just a big picture. Yeah, I, I think it is. It is impressive because it's so different now, right? I remember I think I seen a thing on like Sandy Koufax he had like twenty eight complete games one year or something. Um, that would, this is probably the equivalent to it, really. You know, throwing five in today's game, nobody really wants you to do it. Uh, but he's a guy that puts the ball in play. He puts the ball on the ground. Um, gets his strikeouts when he needs them, but for the most part, just after the zone. You mentioned that eighth, eighth inning threat. What is it about Sandy that, allow, that allows him to kind of limit damage so late in games where most other guys would be coming out at, at that point of the game? And he's He holds his stuff. He really – stuff gets better as the game goes on. It seems like he gets dialed in. You know, on the days that he's good and he's smooth, um, where he hadn't had to fight all the game long and you know everything's kind of in sync. Uh, as the game goes on, he just kind of gets better and smoother, and, and it's really not a lot of stress for him. Another note, was that an emotional homer for Cooper after coming back to the lineup today? After yeah, games? I'm sure. You know, I think a guy playing with a heavy heart, so for sure. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins victory over the Washington Nationals yesterday afternoon. Uh, the Marlins are right back home tonight at 6.40 to host the Chicago Cubs. Edward Cabrera goes opposite of the veteran left-hander Wade Miley. We'll hit the air at 6.10 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you'll find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.